Welcome to Wellness and Weight Loss with Dr. Susan, sponsored by the Norwin Wellness Center located in North Huntingdon. Dr. Susan Plank is an expert in natural remedies for weight loss and digestive health issues. To talk to Dr. Plank with your health questions, call 412-825-6262. That's 412-825-6262. And now, Wellness and Weight Loss with Dr. Susan. Hello, welcome everybody. This is Wellness and Weight Loss with Dr. Susan. Uh, my office, the Norwin Wellness Center in beautiful downtown Irwin. That number is 724-863-5420. So if you are a repeat listener, I want to say uh, thank you very much. Uh, appreciate your time. Um, I really, truly do. And if you're just driving along, scanning through your radio, hitting that scan button, and you're even slightly interested in improving your health, the next 30 minutes can change your life. So I hope you're going to hang around. Uh, and of course, anytime, give me a call here. Any insights, questions, 412-825-6262. So we're discussing and downright questioning how we look at illness and aging and the effects of stress as the cause of a broken metabolism and body system breakdown. Time is going to just tick on, but the outside influences, our environment, is what's taking a toll on us. So these influences are stressing us, and our body is getting worn down slowly over time. And that's what's aging us. It's affecting our cellular makeup. So stressors are coming from the outside of the body. And they're causing demands on the cells that are trying to continue to produce hormones uh, that need nutrients, but also, you know, to supply nutrients for the rest of the body. So... There are three types of stressors. Emotional, that's the one, if I said the word stress uh, to anyone, they're going to think of emotional stress. That's, that's where their mind is, is usually going to go, okay? But there's a couple other ones too. It's diet and dietary stress, and it's physical or inflammatory stress. Okay, so again, these are outside, outside in phenomenon. And it's a very good example, and it's why I'm so concerned about it for folks over the last couple of months, because the changes that we've had to try to cope with, it has been emotional. It sort of was dietary for folks, at least initially, when things might have been sold out at the grocery store, they had to change up or figure out how they were going to get food if they couldn't get to a grocery store. And then there is that, that pain that, that uh, I'm finding that some folks, they seem to be handling the emotional part pretty well, but they know their diet got changed up there, and now they're feeling more pain, more joint pain, more inflammatory pain. Okay, so it's one of the three types, emotional, dietary, and physical. But the reality of it is, is rarely, if ever, that these different three types of stressors 
affect us in isolation. One type of stress can lead to another, just like I said. Changes in diet, and, and now foods might not be the best, but it's quick, it's easy, it's, it, you can get to it. Now might be causing some joint inflammation, some other pain, some digestive upset, another type of pain. Um, so I want you to realize that this process is what is breaking us down, in my opinion, is what leads to the broken metabolism syndrome. So stress is cumulative, but it comes at us in these three different avenues. Okay? So stress leads to a broken metabolism in specific ways. And I, I have that there's three hallmarks, three phases, three stages is the way I tend to present this to folks. So stage one or phase one is the hormone depletion. Okay? Uh, we don't really have a good gauge of when our hormones are getting depleted. We also don't have a very good gauge of when we're under stress. It's one of those slow permeating things that, again, it's an outside in. Our body's trying to deal with it. It's trying to cope with it, but it's just sort of creeping in and doing the damage sort of usually slowly. But we have, we can have instances where it's, where it's, it's quicker. Okay, so that's one. The next stage or phase is the digestive system gets interrupted. So that's where we could have gas, bloating, acid reflux, changes in regularity, constipation, diarrhea, you know, those types of those types of things. So the hormones are first, and then as it goes into the digestive interruption, folks, that's when our immune system starts to fail. That's when our immune system really starts to be dramatically affected. So if you look at the whole, and we'll just use the COVID-19 because in no way is it just just for this virus, but this is my opinion. This is the way I think no matter what it is, how it gets started, is we get stressed, our body tries to react to the stress, that stress is wearing us down because usually it's not short term, and that starts to compromise the body's function by then affecting the digestive system. In that process is when now the immune system starts to take a hit. So if you start to look at this as illness and not feeling well as a process, you're going to start to understand why you could have the 108-year-old woman that, that sort of seemingly flew through the flu when she was a, a young a young girl, and the COVID-19 pandemic. She, she got that, and yet 108 years old, and, and remarkably, she's around to tell stories about it, where we might have someone younger that wasn't so lucky. What we're not hearing in the things that we don't know are where are their hormones because, again, we, we just don't see those ever really getting measured, right? Those rarely get measured, so it's not a surprise that these things creep up on us. 
And then after the phase two of digestion, the third phase is our detoxification is inhibited. So now not only do we have the liver has a digestive function, but the liver has a huge, a huge detoxification uh, responsibility as well. And the skin and the kidneys and our exhale, our lungs, right? Uh, sweat glands. So, so I tend to look at things and somebody might have a dabbling in all of these. So I know they're further down that process. So it's hormone, digestive, and then detoxification. And that's where somebody can get sort of bloated. They just don't feel good. They feel puffy. So in other words, we have stress targeting these three organ systems, hormones, digestion, and detoxification. And if we just let it go, if it goes, you know, the new keyword, unmitigated, if it goes unmitigated, unchecked, unabated, it's not stopped, it's going to continue. It's going to continue to wear us down over time. So of the three types, emotional, like I said, it tends to be the one that's most, most familiar, folks are most familiar with. So I'll just label it for that reason, the one that's most profound because people correlate with that one. So I want you to think of a time in your life when you've suffered a broken heart, um, you know, a lost relationship, a loss in general. We just sort of did a loss of routine, loss of independence. Some folks are dealing with the loss of a job, which that's their source of pride, a loss of safety. Loss of financial security. So these all are a big sort of uncertainty. The person has this permeating, just a big question mark that's just just sort of wearing away at them. And the question mark is the uncertainty. They don't have answers. They can't they can't answer that. When is this going to stop? Right? When am I going to get my job back? When am I going to feel good again? So for some folks, the loss is so profound that they struggle to move on. They lose their enjoyment. They lose their hope. And emotional stress can be catastrophic because it can disrupt our sense of safety, our comfort zone, and our sense of self. So think of someone, their safety is, is been threatened or lost as a child or as an adult. That stress, that trauma stays with that person. For most of us, the last couple of months, our sense of safety on varying levels has been shaken. Right? Like I said, it's, it's different. Some folks lost their routine. Some folks were still working. Some, you know, some folks lost their job. And then they lost their financial security. So some people are able to connect with family and friends. And some people are still sort of feeling isolated and alone. And for some, 
sort of that ultimate loss, the loss of a loved one during this already trying time. And they couldn't even have the celebration of that person's life the way we normally would. So everything about the last two to three months has been stressful. And trust me, it has been undermining our hormonal balance. So stress depletes our hormones. The hormones, and, and if you've ever heard of the HPA axis, so HPA is for the hypothalamus, the P is for pituitary, and the A is for adrenergic. It's a majority of a system that's a feedback system of where our hormones come from and also how they're working. So the hormones from the hypothalamus, those are hormones that, that help with control eating, sleeping, love, growth, regeneration, and healing. Pituitary creates hormones, thyroid, our metabolism, the sense of feeling good. And our adrenergic hormones, that controls our heart rate, breathing, blood pressure, digestion. So stress can deplete any or all of these hormones. Stress is chewing away at these, and this is known as our neuroendocrine system. It's our hormones, as we know it, but it's our neuroendocrine system. It's like having, uh, you know, termites in your foundation. And they're just in there, little critters, just little buggers, just chewing away. And you don't really notice them. You don't really notice the damage that they're doing. But the effects of stress can be so profound and deep that in an instant, hormones are altered. And so in some cases, it is an instantaneous that stress is felt so deeply and so profoundly. And I believe it's just one of the components for folks, chronic fatigue syndrome, fibromyalgia. So the complicating factor of stress is that it rarely, if ever, is short-lived. So again, just think of the emotional effects of this pandemic. I hate to say it, but you know, we're looking at months, hopefully not years, but maybe that some folks' lives are going to be changed or until we get back to what we see as a new normal. I can say with great certainty that each one of our hormones is taking a hit. There's not a doubt in my mind. Each one of us, our hormones are getting depleted. Even if you've kept your job, even if it, you're like considering yourself, wow, one of the lucky ones. I'm, I'm, you know, life's starting to try to go back to normal, and, and I really, I was okay. Well, guess what? You, you probably still have a family member or a loved one who wasn't okay. You still had to deal with lines or whatever else to get food. You still have to wear the mask, which that right there, you know, if you really get keyed in, tuned into yourself, that, that can be stressful right there, just putting the mask on. So our hormones, whether you're actually consciously aware of it or not, are getting depleted just from the last couple of months. And folks, the reality of it is, is we're already dealing with low hormones and hormones that were already depleted 
throughout our lives that we never really paid attention to because of that slow, creeping, permeating process. It is the number one thing I see in my practice, depleted hormones. It's no longer a question of do you have hormone depletion. It's a matter of what hormones are depleted and how badly. And I would virtually argue anyone about that point. It's no longer a question of do you have hormone depletion. It's a matter of which hormones and how badly are they depleted. Okay. So let me share let me share a, a case history. This is a, a client called the office. They've been feeling really good last year. And then in the last two months, so through what we've been dealing with, two months, they started to find themselves. They're feeling more stressed, irritable, more physical aches and pains, fatigued. And all types of hormone symptoms started popping up. You know, loss of libido, loss of muscle strength, losing actually the size. When you put a T-shirt on, like his arms used to fill out the, the arms of the T-shirt, well, now there's room around there. And actually starting to lose some of the scalp hair. That's over the course of the last two months. So this is just in the last two weeks. They started having constipation. Two months, in the last two months, it sort of came and went. Now it's constant. Constant constipation. Brain fog. They're having a hard time sleeping. They have cravings for sugar, and they're gaining weight. So this person actually did go to the website, norwinwellness.com, and completed our the free stress symptom survey. It's on there. It's a little button on our homepage. They completed that. And then they realized just how stress was truly affecting them. And they decided to call the office. And let's see what's going on. So I invite you to do that as well. Uh, again, we're not collecting any, you know, you're not, you're not going to get emails, sales calls. We're not going to harass you, okay? You're in control of what information you put in there. It's a free survey. You take it, answer it. If then you have concerns and you want to talk to me, you want a free call to talk to me, that's at the very end of it. You can put in a way for us to contact them. And if, if there's a time of day that's better. And that's the only way we have to be able to reach out to you. So I really want you to consider doing that because it is just such a concern for me how we're dealing with what's going on. So they went from feeling like they had the world by the tail six months ago to now they're feeling pretty lousy. And in the last two months, especially the last two weeks, it's, it's like starting to speed up. Okay? So consider taking that stress survey. 
but you can always check. You can also check out some of the labs. So I'm going to be putting up uh, on the website more and more sort of case histories of things, and you can see sort of what we're doing and how we how we want to work with folks to get these things balanced. So remember, there's the three types of stress that wear down our hormones, and those are the emotions, the diet, and inflammation of the physical. So what we're seeing with this individual that in this month, we actually measured and they have terrible hormonal imbalances but they also started with the digestive symptoms becoming more constant. So they they were sort of struggling with phase one there, right? The hormones, but they weren't really aware of it. And boy, did they zip through. And now, in a couple of months, they're, at phase, they're blew through phase one and they're at phase two where the digestion is affected. That's the progression of symptoms. That's sort of what I talk about. Okay, our hormones are the highest when we're in our late teens, early 20s. And that's any of the hormones I mentioned earlier. But by midlife, we're lucky if our hormones are half the level they were when we're in our 20s. And I don't know about you, but, you know, I, I don't know that I want to go back to my 20s maybe, but I sure as heck would... Uh, wouldn't mind feeling, uh, you know, a little more invigorated, a little bit younger, a little more strength, a lot more mental power, some more energy. Hey, even throw in some libido. I can put an order in, right? So that's the things. That's the things we're slowly losing over time because we're being just, they're being taken away from us slowly. So what do we have to do? How do we? turn around and fix this? Well, we fix these things, but we have to do it in the order that they happened. So, you know, if, if, you, if you don't have the hormones evaluated and then you have digestive issues and you just turn around and start taking supplements for your digestion, you might get some help, but you might be stuck always taking those supplements or things still might progress because we didn't get to the root cause of it, and we didn't, we didn't fix things in the order that they happened. So we have to correct for in the order of how things happened, right? So we're going to have to heal up the diet. We have to look where that stress is coming from. What type is it? Is there a way to manage it? Even if it's relaxation techniques. We can't just turn around and try to balance hormones and let the stress, because the stress is just constantly going to wear it back down again. Maybe it's a little bit of exercise. And I don't go, I don't go hardcore walking. Walking is just get out, clean your, clear your head. Can we improve sleep? Can we improve hydration? What do we need to do to build that person back up? Right? What nutrients need to be replaced? What vitamins, minerals are they lacking? What fatty acids? Because usually there's some essential fatty acids are missing too. And we have to support those hormones. But we have to start back where it was. We can't dive in and just think, 
hey, we're going to start right here. This is their symptom. Oh, they have they have uh, acid reflux or they're constipated. So that, we're just going to address we're just going to address that because something caused that, right? Something caused that. So I always want to watch with folks when the hormones are stressed, when they are depleted. Um, I always want to develop a plan that's direct, uh, simple, effective, efficient. Because chances are they haven't been feeling good for a while or they're going downhill quickly like the, the person I, I was just telling you about. So I don't want to bombard them with just a, a ton of supplements. You know, that's that's not necessarily the, the type of provider I am anyway, that somebody walks out with, you know, three shopping bags of supplements. So we have to have this targeted approach and we have to fix things. The solution is to fix things in the order that the problems happened and hormones are always first. And we have to do that to build a strong foundation. Does that make sense? Is there any questions, any comments? We're, we're coming to a close here, but Four one two eight two five six two six two. Please, you know, go ahead and call in if you have anything you want to share or anything. So this is why I feel personally and professionally that getting the hormone levels tested, I think it's just vital. Because the entire program of what we're setting up depends on what part of the foundation needs to be built back up. So medicine rarely tests hormones. They just they just don't tend to do it. They tend to if anything, they're just gonna recommend like birth control pills or hey Let's have you see this endocrinologist and get testosterone injections. But we all know it, guys. Meds have side effects. And nutritionists, on the other hand, they rarely test hormones as well. They just tend to recommend supplements. And maybe you're going to get better and maybe you're not. But it's okay because there's fewer side effects. But what if you try both and you don't get better? And that's that's what I want to help. So we've come to the end. I appreciate, again, so much you listening. Please head over to norwinwellness.com. Take the stress survey. It'd be a pleasure to talk with you. Thanks for listening. I appreciate your time. Have a great day, folks. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Wellness and Weight Loss with Dr. Susan, hosted by Dr. Susan Plank of the Norwin Wellness Center in North Huntingdon. Dr. Plank is an expert in natural remedies for weight loss and digestive health issues. To make an appointment with Dr. Susan Plank of the Norwin Wellness Center, call 724-863-5420. That's 724-863-5420. And listen again for another edition of Wellness and Weight Loss with Dr. Susan, sponsored by the Norwin Wellness Center in North Huntingdon, here on KHB Radio.